Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com what makes a life a good one is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect defend and save what you believe in every single day so what makes a life a good one In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on MTK, Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we try to help you keep your shit together. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. And the holiday season is here. It's mental health check time. Like for some people, that whole idea of the holidays brings like the warm, fuzzy feelings, joy, the happiness. For others, it brings a shitload of stress. So let's talk about how you can make it through the holidays without losing your fucking mind before, during, and after. Yeah. um, I think that especially with, you know, daylight savings time, it gets dark a lot earlier. You add that on top of, you know, the obligations you have for holiday parties, whether that's for work or with family stuff or whatever. There's just a lot of fucking shit going on and it gets dark at 4 p.m. So it's almost 3.30. We're recording right now. And I was admiring how the sun was setting as I was making lunch at 1.15 today. I was like, my life. It's (laughs) 1.15 and the sun is fucking setting. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. Um, it's nice, I guess, in the morning that it gets light a little bit earlier. But uh, when I'm getting off work and it's the same shade outside as it was when I left, um, it just gets to feel like they're long days. So we're here to help you today. Yes. Um, before you are going to any of these events, and whether that means it's a family function, a holiday party, whatever, all of them can be stress inducing, totally understand. Um, so the first thing that you should try to keep in mind is checking your expectations. We've talked about this a ton before. Don't build yourself up with an idea of something you think could happen or could not happen because nothing ever is ever going to be perfect. So try to plan for that mentally. I think Sasha said it best when she said one time, like expectations set you up for failure because you're thinking of things already that probably aren't going to happen. Now, if you're an overthinker, this is a classic fucking problem. Hello. I am one of those people. This is a, this is forever an issue with me. This is why 
when I go to these things that I know are going to be mentally taxing because I already have social anxiety, I have to make goddamn sure that I am on my A game and on top of my shit so that I don't have a meltdown at a family function. Mm -hmm. Like They already didn't like me. I don't need to give them another fucking reason to not like me. So like another thing to keep in mind is maybe taking a roll call of the people that you anticipate being at whatever function you're going to. Um, this helps me with setting expectations. So personal example, we're going to talk about my fucking toxic family bush that is a shit show today. It's fine. I've been dealing with it for 30 some years. I'm cool with it. I'm fine to talk about it now. But um, so like for a long time, I mean, we still don't talk. I don't talk to either of my parents anymore. But for a really long period of time, I didn't speak to my father for like a five year period. Then we spoke and I just didn't talk to anybody ever again. But um, I always had to know when I was going to like a niece or nephew's birthday party that he was going to be there. So I would have to like mentally prepare myself to fucking ignore him the entire time I was there because I knew he was going to try to talk to Phil. So it's like you have to you have to know the people that are going to be there so that you know the bullshit that you might potentially have to put up with. Absolutely. And we'll kind of go through a little bit more of that, too. But like I was thinking about this as I was going through our notes earlier and like the place I was with even just my mom and my grandma a few years ago, it's gotten to the point now where like there are just certain topics that my grandma and I will not talk about. And we have mutually agreed upon that because I'm not going to convince her any other way. And she's not going to, you know, recruit me to her way of thinking. That is Um, a special level of wisdom that not a lot of people possess. And it's set, it's just setting a boundary. I yeah. mean, sometimes you have to setting boundaries is very difficult, but sometimes if you are able to do that and have the confidence to do that, it can help immensely, especially in these types of situations. So make sure that you're putting yourself in a good headspace before you're heading to any of these events. If the day is going to be challenging, you're going to want to bring your A game. Um, if you aren't feeling up to the event, don't go. Mm-hmm. No one is saying that you are required to or are a bad person for not going to a family function or a holiday party or holiday festivities of any kind. If you're not having a good mental health day, folks in your life should be able to respect the fact that that's what's going on. I used to have to make excuses that I was sick because I wouldn't get the respect to acknowledge that I just didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, like you're a whole ass adult. You have fucking bills to pay. You've got a car. You might have kids. You've got a fucking mortgage or rent payment. Like you are a full ass fucking adult human being. Mm -hmm. Don't let these people guilt you into going to something you don't want to fucking go to. You are the master of your domain, motherfucker. Like you make that decision. No one else makes that decision for you. Mm -hmm. Are you going to feel guilty about it? Potentially. But did you make the right decision for you at the time? Absolutely. And that's the best that any of us can ever fucking do. Yeah. Prime example, honestly, like literally last week, my mom's birthday is the day before it's the 23rd. So sometimes it happens to fall the day before Thanksgiving. Sometimes it's on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought I was going to be done with work a lot earlier than I was. And I had every intention of going to dinner with my family for her birthday because that's what she wanted to do. It's dinner is supposed to be at six. I'm still not done uploading the thing I needed to upload that had to drop the next morning. And it's five 50 and I'm like, Shit. okay, I'm going to be late. Cause this is on the total it's I live South and this is all the way North. And I was like, Ugh. so I did. I initially, I did start making an excuse because I was like, I was, I said the internet like was being slow, which it kind of is like, especially when my stepson's here, because if Brian, and Aiden are playing 
video games at the same time, it can bog down the internet. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm just like panicking because I feel immediately guilty because I'm like, I don't, by the time I get there, you guys are showing up at six. I'm not going to get there till 6.30, 6.45, if not seven, by the time this actually does it. And I need a second to decompress because I've been sitting, staring at my computer for several several hours. I'm not, my, my social battery is not charged and I need like five minutes before yeah. I'm going to go do anything. So then that puts me at 6.15. I'm like, well, there's no way. There, it doesn't even make sense for me to go. And I called and I, I'm a over- over explainer when I feel like I feel bad. I felt bad. And so I'm like going through every single thing, every single detail of like, this is why I'm not coming, which is what I do in those situations sometimes. And the next day my mom's like, no, it's fine. She's like, I mean, we missed you, but totally get it. I told you not to stress yourself out. If it wasn't going to work, it's not going to work. I'm fine either way. I'm an adult. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Oh, cool. That was not how I thought that story was going to end. Full disclosure. No, she called like after they got home and she's like, no, it, it was, it was fine. She's like my cousin and his fiance had shown up late, but she's like, yeah, by the time you would have gotten there, it wouldn't have made sense for you to go. And if you weren't hungry, who, I mean, it's not a big deal. I'm seeing you today. And I'm like, okay, thanks. Cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad she was cool about it. Cause yeah, that drive is, I mean, you're essentially going from your house to my house. My house yeah. is any, like Sasha and I live on the fucking complete opposite yeah. sides of Omaha. And I'm like, Omaha, oh, it's not a big city, but it covers a lot of area. Yeah. And especially that time right before a holiday, most people are leaving, getting off early or getting on the road. So I knew that traffic wasn't going to be the greatest. And I live in a spot. We live in a dead zone for everything over here. And it is not easy to get to the interstate either. And so it just, it would have taken me 30 minutes to get there. And it's like, uh, I just felt immensely guilty, but at the same time, there was no way I could have made it and like felt comfortable. I would have been more stressed out if I would have gone. Yeah, because you're expecting yourself to like break the rules of fucking time and space. And right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But like, yeah, it's it's one of these things where like you have to set yourself up to deal with whatever you're going to deal with. And for me specifically, like I've I had to do this a lot with my family towards the end of our course of our relationship. If I wasn't in a good mood that day, I wasn't fucking going. I just yeah. wasn't fucking going. Because every time I would be around them, it was mentally taxing and it made me irritable. The only people that were getting any benefit out of me being there was them. I wasn't getting any fucking benefit out of it because I hated being there. Phil wasn't getting any fucking benefit out of it because he didn't want to fucking be there either. And then he had to listen to me bitch about it for the next two days for all the fucking bullshit that they pulled at dinner. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's just not fucking worth it. So don't let someone guilt trip you into going somewhere you don't want to fucking be. Yeah. I don't care if it's your fucking parents. I don't care if it's your siblings. I don't give a shit who it is unless someone is like the world is ending and you immediately need to be there. Like don't go. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like, well, it's easy to say for you. And uh, it's like, no, it is easy for me to say because I had to fucking figure it out. Yeah. And it, well, it's also draw it's setting a boundary too. Yes. like yes. taking care of your mental health in a way. And like the essence of what setting a boundary is, if you need to not show up to something because you are not having a good time mentally, that is setting a boundary that is taking care of yourself. And if people are going to get mad at you or not understand it, I should say this, let me backtrack. If people are going to get upset with you or try to guilt trip you, it's more than likely because they don't understand. Yes. It's not, it's not anything that you're doing. Uh, and I understand they that might potentially be hurt. Like, I mean, yes. there's always the chance that some feelings yeah. get hurt and they might be a little standoffish about that. 
But like at the end of the day, after cooler heads prevail, you should be able to have a conversation about it and they should be able to be like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like I had to fucking do that this week to my mother-in-law. She is one of my favorite. She birthed my favorite fucking human. She inherently is one of my favorite fucking people. And like, I woke up on, on Thursday and I was just like, nah, dude, Mm -mm. I ain't feeling it today. And like, we just hung out and watched football and made like small dinner and just chilled. And then she came over on Friday and it was totally fucking fine. Did I feel guilty about it? Absolutely. Did I have the conversation with Phil where I was like, well, what I want doesn't matter. I want you to spend Thanksgiving dinner with your mom. And he was like, don't fucking do that. And I was like, all right, fine. We're, we're just not going to do it. We're not going to do it. And it's helpful to have conversations with the people that you're like familiar, like super familiar with in that capacity. If it's your partner, if it's one of your best friends, whatever, it doesn't matter. But sometimes you need to verbalize that shit because when you hear yourself say it, you realize how fucking ridiculous that thought actually is. Right. Yeah. My, my, how, how, how I'm going to say crazy because well, by the textbook, I probably am, but you don't really, you don't really realize how like crazy and absurd that thought is until you verbalize it and you see someone else's face react to it. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? Your feelings don't matter. What are you talking about? Of course they matter. (laughs) And I was like, just, I'll figure it out. And he's like, no, we're just not going to do it. And I was like, okay, fine. Thank you. Yeah. And and it, that's the other thing too. Sometimes you are able to reschedule stuff like that. Yeah. I've asked that before. Um, you know, we've talked about several times on this podcast. Like I, I'm close with my family, but not like how I, how I perceive other people are close with their families. Like, I feel like I'm not normal, <laughs> but well, I mean, our circumstances I, weren't, but yours yes. are more normal than like mine are. So I guess it's a sliding scale. Right. <laughs> But he, his family is relatively, I mean, they're close. And mm-hmm. so they do dinner to that together frequently. And actually today or yesterday, I've got to, I have to work really early tomorrow. And so I was like, um, I'm really sorry, but I'm not going to be able to go because we're not going to get home till 830. I probably should be going to bed at that time because I got to get up at four. Like, and nobody, I always feel guilty, but nobody is going to get upset with me because I have to go to bed. Like, job like yeah. no one's gonna be pissed at you well my family used to get pissed at me when i had to work on holidays but i chose to work on holidays despite them so they might have had some fucking <laughs> some beef with me on that one hindsight. but anyway most of the time if you say hey i gotta do this thing for the place that gives me money no one's gonna fucking argue with you right no no not at all <laughs> these, these people like to pay me i like getting paid i have to go do this thing in the morning so i can't do this thing tonight but like yes boundaries at least you know your fucking boundaries because you and I are both people that would have a long time ago probably said yes to both of those things and been fucking miserable in between. And then when you do that, and we'll talk about this a little bit in a second here, like expand on our thoughts a little bit about it. But when you go into those situations, when you're not feeling it, more often than not, you're going to walk away with resentments. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I, I get it because I, I, th- I think it's somewhat normal, but when you force yourself to be in situations that you're not a hundred percent comfortable in or are not in a good mental space at the time, I 90% of the time walk away with a resentment and it's at other people versus at myself, which it should be at myself for not standing up for myself and, and having a boundary. <laughs> you take extra offense to that shitty comment at dinner that you should have let slide, but because mm-hmm. you were already in a shitty spot, you set yourself up for failure and the snowball is just rolling downhill. So don't, let the snowball start. Keep in mind that your assumptions about any given event are going to ebb and flow depending on who's there. So again, try to figure out who's going to be there before you decide whether or not you're going to be there too. That's a helpful tip. 
Yes. Uh, but also remember the cliche see, saying to assume makes an ass out of you and me. And I know it sounds fucking stupid, but it's true. I try not to assume like nine times out of 10. If I ask somebody a question, I probably already know the answer, but I'm asking the question anyway for follow through because I, I there was a time in my life where I thought I fucking knew everything about everyone all the time. And I used to do that shit and people would take offense to it. And they're like, well, why didn't you fucking ask me? And I was like, well, am I wrong? And they're like, no, but you didn't even fucking ask me. And I was like, okay, I'll ask you next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Like people are still like, dude, do I get free will? And it's like, well, I was right. Wasn't I? And they're like, that's not the point. And I was like, okay, fine. Right. (laughs) Well, and that's the other thing, like assumptions and expectations go hand in hand and Mm -hmm. oftentimes lead to resentments. It is possible to go into these events, if it is possible for you to go into these events with as clear a mind as you can muster and try to focus on having a good time. So I've found that when I can keep these things in check about anything, it doesn't have to be the holidays. It's just any any experience, whether it be a work day or anything that I'm doing. If I really, really focus on the positive, the outcome is more likely to be positive. If I'm heading into something thinking it's going to be a sack of shit, it's probably going to be a fucking terrible time. Because that's all I'm focusing on. It's a lot easier to find negatives in anything if you go into it thinking about it negatively. If you're like, I'm going to have a fucking bad time. You probably are going to have a bad fucking time. I feel like I'm having a conversation with Jake right now. He and I have (laughs) had this conversation so many times. Seriously, though. (laughs) Like, like it's the Yoda do or do not. They're like you know, like if you, if you assume that it's going to be this way, then you're going to try to figure out how to put the pieces together to make it that way. And you're probably not consciously doing that. Uh It's how your brain works. Uh Uh-huh. That squishy gray sack of shit that sits in between your ears can do a lot of cool stuff, but it's really good at sabotaging you too. So like you gotta, you gotta try to keep that, be on your best behavior, (laughs) especially during the event. So like watch your mouth and I don't mean don't swear. I don't give a shit if you drop the F-bomb at dinner. But yeah. make sure you don't pop off with something that can make your already annoying afternoon or evening suck even more. Like when you make a comment that pisses off the entire rest of the table. Uh, uh, you know what I say to myself a lot of times anymore? Just to like, and it snaps, just snaps me out of like whatever. It's what we say at the end of every episode. Be fucking nice. Sasha, be fucking nice. Like you don't check your facial expressions, like be fucking nice. Okay. You know, <laughs> I forget after like, I still wear a mask out in public nine times out of 10. If I go get groceries and shit, cause I'm, I have trust issues and y'all is nasty, but, um, I forget how much my face gives away my mood because mm-hmm. I've worn a mask over the bottom half of it now for almost three years. And then like, we'll go somewhere and I'll say, Phil will say something about like something or like whatever, read me an article and my, I don't even realize my face changes. He's like, wow, what's that stinky ass face for? I'm like, what stinky ass face? He's like the one you're wearing right now. I'm like, oh, whoops. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my bad. Yep. It's my face. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. More than likely, like in most of these situations, I'm thinking like work parties, family get togethers, more than likely, you know, the people that you're going to disagree with or are going to be offended by something one way or another. Yep. We aren't saying don't speak your mind, but there is something to picking and choosing your battles, especially in these situations. If it isn't going to result in an actual conversation with active listening versus a persuasion contest of, no, you should think this. No, I think you should think this. Nobody's listening. You're just trying to convince the other person that you're right. And at the end of the day, do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? Um, <laughs> there are a few, there are a few exceptions to this rule. Yes. And that is if someone in your family is saying something incredibly racist, mm-hmm. homophobic, 
or xenophobic. Fuck yes. that shit. Like if someone says that shit, just look at them and be like, you're fucking wrong and just walk away. That's how you handle that situation because there is not a side to every story. Like not each side has valid points. Sometimes people are just fucking wrong and those mm -hmm. people are just fucking wrong. So don't yes. even waste your time. Like if you have to leave and go eat dinner in the kitchen, standing at the fucking counter, do it. Yeah. Like don't, don't make a scene, but also let them know that they're not in the right because they are absolutely not in the right. And there's no fucking arguments anywhere on earth that can convince anybody that racism is correct. Absolutely. Or homophobia or any of that shit. Like, yes. Any so other the exception, but outside of that, be nice. I was going to say outside of those exceptions and those, I mean, it's not even a caveat. Like those are just wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> outside of those topics. It's probably not worth your breath because there, my grandma's 90. I'm not going to convince her that uh, of anything that that's like, like, I don't know. We got an argument one time about like mass textbooks. It was, it was asinine. You just have to not, you have to pick and choose your battles. Okay. You, like you, you, in those instances, just want an argument. Exactly. In those instances, it's probably not worth your breath. No. Um, that's ultimately the point that we're trying to make. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like outside of those those handful of things, like unless it's actually hurting people or like just completely fucking wrong, just let it go. Yeah, Stop it's thing the fucking song from Frozen because a I don't know it because I've never seen the movie and b I mean I do know it because I worked in radio the summer that that fucking movie came out, so I've heard it a bazillion times. But you know the fucking song, let it go. Just fuck. There's a Goldfinger song, let it fucking go. Why don't you just do that? Yes. And look for the people that you do like at the function because you don't hate your entire family. Even I don't hate my entire family. Even I don't hate my entire family. There are people in my family that I still like that I talk to. So if I go to like before, before I made the break and realized that this was not beneficial to me in any way, shape, or form anymore, um, I would go hang out with like my sister's kids because my sister's kids are cool. My mm -hmm. sister's not. Her boyfriend's not. He's a fucking racist. But like, uh, my sister's kids are great, or they used to be when they liked me. Now I'm sure they probably have heard all sorts of fake shit about me and they don't like me anymore. But I hang out with my brother's kids. I hang out with his widow. Like, you got a sibling that has an asshole partner? Do what I do and stay on the other fucking side of the house. Eat at the kids' table if you have to stay away from their bullshit. Like, yeah. do what you got to do to keep the peace uh, if you feel like you have to be there and that you have to keep the peace. Right, exactly. And if you find that any situation that you're in is becoming too much... Sometimes I'll just excuse myself and you don't even have to announce this. I will just like go sit in a bathroom for like five minutes, like do some breathing Heart exercises, just someplace quiet, yeah. even a quick five minute meditation, three minute meditation just to recenter and like breathe. If I'm starting to feel stressed out or anxious, it usually does the trick. It'll get me by until the end of the event. And I'm not like having a fucking anxiety attack in the middle of dinner. <laughs> I, put, I put the fart machine on before when I was in the bathroom just so that yeah. it was going to work. <laughs> I was just going to say just like, or even like looking up some funny jokes or memes or something just to like get your brain out of that, that yeah. headspace. I, I would go out to my car and hit my handy dandy CBD vape because that's instant calm for me. Like yeah. I can get my shit back together pretty quickly with the help of that, but yeah, it, like, again, you don't have to tolerate someone's bullshit if it's super egregious. However, if you feel like you have to keep the peace without blowing up the entire family function in front of your grandma because she's like 94, you know, 
there are some tactics that you can deploy and there they are. Uh, we actually are going to put a couple other articles at the bottom in the show notes to talk about some other strategies to deal with bullshit like that during the holidays, because we know that we're not the only people that have people that annoy us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so like after you're done, when the dust is settled, you have left and those people are hours away from you for many months at a time and you're happy again. Make sure that you have your favorite self-care essentials on hand when you come home from the event Go or like your hotel, whatever. Go mm-hmm. home and decompress. Go fucking chill. Take a bath. Hang out with your favorite foot bath. Roll a joint and fucking watch cartoons if that's your jam. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Play video games. It, your self-care can look however you need it to look. You fucking earned it. Enjoy that shit. Yes, a thousand percent. And like I told we like to put it into context of like this is how much I understand. <laughs> the holidays for us are quite intense. We have seven across like four days events that we have to go to. Granted, I like most of the people at these events. However, it can get to be a lot. And if I don't keep in my mind, just be fucking nice. The first person I'm going to be a bitch to is my husband. <laughs> and that doesn't do anything nope. for anyone. <laughs> no good. Ain't no good. No. Yeah, so like, I'll, I'll like pick out a new book around that time um, to just like have something to look forward to. I'll take a bath. I will journal. I'll fucking make a hat. I don't know. I, I just like pick something up and like do it because that's the thing that I can focus on. Yeah, it just until the next you, thing happens helps you get all that crap out. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I like I like to when I was a kid, I had to go to like all these family functions. So like, I would have to go to my my father's house, and then I'd have to go to my grand his parents, and then I'd have to go to the one at my mom's parents, and then my stepdad had a thing, and then we did one at my mom's house, and my aunt, ha- and I'm just like, I fucking hate, and I'm like fifteen. Like, mm-hmm. I fucking hate all of you. I'm just going to sit in the corner with my Game Boy all day. And that's what I did. I didn't fucking talk to anybody unless I had to. I ate. And then I went and hid in the basement and played video games all day. Weird. Yeah. It's like that's my coping tactic or something <laughs> from, from, from a long time ago. I yeah. disassociate with video games. Who knew? Thanks, therapy, for putting those fucking pieces together. <laughs> well, and I'll try to, I'll, like, strike a bargain with Brian. You know, like, I'm actually glad that his parents do their immediate family one on different days i'm like we could we should just do one a day that way it's not you know super As stressful well. yeah. christmas eve is a little different just because a lot of people do christmas eve so that day we'll have two but other than that we try to i'm like if we don't i'm just i'm not gonna i'm not gonna have a good time <laughs> no, because if you're an introvert your social battery already has like a two-hour charge time mm-hmm and there's nothing wrong with you. We're just the iPhone 6S. We have defective batteries that don't last very long. <laughs> yes. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK. And we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. 
Um, you can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, we've talked about that before too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash MTK, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash MTK. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash MTK, and get 10% off of your first month today. Well, I think that's like really anybody. Yeah. Like most people anymore. I think the pandemic really changed that. I mean, I used to be, I'm still extroverted, but I'm, Brian was telling me about this and I had never heard this term before. It's like an omnivert where I, you turn it on when you want yes. to. I'm and the same way. I am I've way. turned into that. I have been that way for a really long time. And the first time Phil witnessed it, it freaked him the fuck out because we were at a radio event and I went from normal me and our conversation. And I was like, okay, I got to go over here. And the switch was on and I was fucking DJ Sadie having a great ass time. And he's like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm in work mode. Sorry. I, I yeah. do this. I'm completely different. It depends on the group of people Yeah, and what function I'm at. But yeah, I, I think the pandemic changed that for me because you got so used to being inside all the time. You didn't have to talk to people all the time in person. People yeah. still leave food on my doorstep and fucking leave. So I don't have to talk to them. It's right. incredible. Some, there's so many restaurants about around us. And it's like sometimes like one of the sushi places we go to all the time is like literally a couple blocks away. And I'll be like, you just want to order it? Because like, no, I don't want to just, I don't want to order sushi. I want to go there. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll put not sweatpants on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we went to Minneapolis and the entire time I wore sweatpants, but we were in Minneapolis and it was snowing. So everybody's wearing sweatpants. Right. Cool. Depends on the place, but I'm like, yeah. all right, I guess I'll like shower for the first time this weekend. <laughs> okay. I guess we're leaving the house, <laughs> but right. yeah, I need to shower before we go. You're right. Yeah. yeah I smell like an onion. Okay. But you know, it's, it's, I think that everybody's change just a little bit and like that's totally fine like you're gonna be fine through the holidays and remember it doesn't last that long yeah it does but it doesn't if you're nervous because covid is definitely still a thing like wear a mask and if anybody tries to give you shit for that fuck them like i i don't know i people get so fucking caught up on what other people are doing like the same people that'll give you shit for wearing a mask to protect yourself are the same fucking people that want to invade your uterus and make sure that you can't have a medical fucking thing done in your body if you need it done and and the disconnect is so fucking frustrating i just want a little mind blowing i'm like you don't even fucking ah you're stupid (laughs) like you're stupid i hate you go away 
<laughs> but like it's if anybody's giving you shit for wearing a mask still, you can pull up the numbers that like 2,500 people died of COVID last week or in the last two weeks. I'll pull that, that number. It'll be cited because if we talked about COVID now, I'm sure Spotify is going to fucking flag us for it. So I'll put that number in the bottom of the show notes. But you can whip that bitch out and be like, look, motherfucker, this is what happened before Thanksgiving. COVID's still here. I'm wearing a mask. Fuck you. Bye. Right. Yeah. And it. <sighs> Anybody who's going to give you shit for that, you probably don't want to be talking to anyway. Um, <laughs> and all, the holiday season doesn't have to fucking suck. It really doesn't. I know that it's not everybody's cup of tea. I understand that it's stressful. That's why we wanted to do this episode. But try as best as you can to be in a good headspace. And if you need to reach out to us, you can always email us, even if it's just because you need to fucking complain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we you don't have anyone else to complain to at whatever yeah. given event you're at. Send us an email, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Uh, um, you can find us on the internet anywhere at Meathead Test Kitchen. Uh, on Twitter, we're at MTK Staff, which who knows how long that'll last. Uh, we've been saying that for two years, but literally. For real, though. For real. We don't know how long we're going to be on Twitter. Like, now people can pay for check marks and shit. Like, I already left my personal account like two weeks ago and haven't looked back. But yeah, it's still there for now. And so we decided the, to put up, but I know there's a few people. And if you're following us there, like we'll obviously make an announcement, probably pin yeah. the tweet, but then we'll just sunset the account, which just means we're not going to come back and visit it. It'll have the pinned whatever announcement to go find us elsewhere. Would but you you'll know before we do that. Yeah. Uh, we're on Twitter, which, yeah, we just said is, you know, going away. Uh, we're on Facebook still. That's mm -hmm. still a thing. Um, we do Instagram, we do TikTok. Uh, Sasha does some lives every now and then on TikTok. I should probably I just the thing with lives. I like doing lives with our fans. Mm -hmm. I hate when randos show up and they're talking about, oh, my boyfriend broke my back today. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I just I, mute I like and block calling me a lesbian or, you know, which you're not wrong, but there's nothing fucking wrong with being gay. You piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah. Like, it's just I don't like the noise. So if we can figure out a way to do lives with like just our followers, which I think there is a way to do that on either Instagram or TikTok. I'm going to look into this, but we're going to fucking try to do that because I actually want to do have conversations with the people that aren't stupid, mm -hmm. which are our followers. <laughs> but then there's all the other fucking noise that comes in that I just don't ever feel like dealing with because I don't have the fucking patience for that shit. I'll just right. with people for 20 minutes and that's not fun for anyone. So uh, follow us everywhere. Um, Sasha is Meathead Sasha, S-A-U-S-H-A. I'm Meathead Sadie everywhere on Twitch. You can come hang out sometimes when I blow shit up. I talk about stupid stuff if you're into that. Um, but yeah, be nice. Buy some programming. Yeah. Meatheadathletics.com. Um, I have a couple slots left for personal training and for nutrition clients. We are finishing momentum in December. It is coming. Sasha, it is. Super busy. And Nebraska hired a new coach this weekend. They did. Not helping the situation any, which is why we're waiting until the end of December to drop this thing because she's fucking busy. <laughs> yes. Uh, basically, until the 13th of December, I, I, so I don't even want to talk about it. Yes. time for fucking Christmas. Yes. Momentum. We'll have yes. it. It'll be there. It'll be a thing. And the fucking cookbook's coming too. Yes. Just got to finish up pictures. Everything, everything's all laid out Dude. and then we'll put it out. What's the first thing my mother-in-law asked me when she came in my house this week? I, I don't Finish know. that cookbook yet? <laughs> nope. No, Janet. Sasha's been busy. I got to take some photos. We have some stuff to do, but it's almost done. Yes. Done, but it's not like done. Right. Exactly. But all that stuff will be coming soon. Remember, be fucking nice. Just we love be you. Fucking nice. Say something Meet. nice to someone you don't know today, please. Yes. Meet at Test Kitchen. Out. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday. 
helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.